0: my name is chris sims my name is jordan d white and this is sailor chibi business where we talk about stuff that isn't the sailor moon anime but probably has something to do with it
1: yes and today we are doing a chibi and jordan i gotta say i'm very glad that you finally just said the name of the thing and not like take an exaggerated disgusted pause
0: i did i just i went for it
1: I'm, look, I'm glad. I am I am happy for you. Uh, and so today, we are going way back to uh, 1992 to talk about Codename Sailor V Volume 1, uh, which serves as something of a prototype for the Sailor Moon manga, and in turn, the Sailor Moon anime at the same time. And to help us out with that, because Jordan and I have been unfairly maligned as Minako
0: haters. Well... Is it unfair when you call her a block of wood every time she shows up? Her portrayal on the show is not great. <laughs> okay, anyway, That's introduce our guest.
1: Introduce our guest, please. Yes, uh, I called <laughs> up the biggest Minako fan that we know. Welcome back to the show, please, Sailor Business All Star Cat Cool Cat. Hi, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on.
1: Uh now Kat, if if listeners aren't uh familiar with you and your relationship to Sailor V, uh I don't think anything sums it up more than to say that when uh Jordan and I guested on one shot with uh you and James D'Amato, uh you not only played the character of Sailor Venus. You were wearing a Sailor Venus all-over print sweatshirt at the time, which is the gaudiest piece of Sailor Moon merchandise I've ever seen.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) I know you did. I know you did. Yeah. Uh, I care very much for this character. Um, She's my second favorite Sailor Scout behind Sailor Chibi Moon. Um, Definitely my favorite inner senshi. Uh, God, I love Sailor V the most. She's, I don't know, she's a cool kid, and I hope i hope you guys know that now, now, now having it, read Sailor V.
0: Is it because of Sailor V or because of the anime that you like her so much?
2: Um, well, I got to know her, well, I, I'm a manga kid, you know? Right, that's right, right. the That was the thing that I liked first. Um, so I think it was through that first and then having Sailor V to back it up. Because I was also like, a, I was a Mars Venus shipper, um, pretty young.
1: Wow! That, yeah, yeah the, that uh, uh, hashtag burning love,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or hashtag firewood. If you're not feeling very charitable. <laughs>
2: um, but I I can see why, as as with many things, like I get why people didn't like Chibi Moon because of the way that the show was released. I can see why people are just like, oh, she's a Sailor Moon knockoff, but she's not a Sailor Moon knockoff. And I think through the manga, uh, especially through Codename Sailor V, you really get to see that.
1: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that we've talked about on Sailor Business, is that it's really frustrating, for me especially, because I am a huge fan of Codename Sailor V, and so Miniko just being kind of there, and and not, you know, she she mixes up her words sometimes, and that's the extent of the personality she has been given in 130 <laughs> episodes. Right. Uh, or however, how long have we been doing the show? 110?
0: Yeah, about 110, almost, not quite.
1: Yeah. Uh it's very frustrating, uh, because I when when I got the, the Sailor Moon manga, uh back in what 2013, 2014 when I bought the whole set, uh Sailor V was the first thing I read, because I'd never read it before, and it was like it's so fun and so like goofy and superheroy, and Mina's such a fun character in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's I just love how peppy she is and how like prototype. Like prototype magical girl she is I really love um, Cardcaptor Sakura And Saint Tail And like she plays so much into that stuff It's fun to have one of the Sailor Scouts exist Without the rest of the friendship theme um, For a little while And see what that looks like
0: I mean I, I've always been uh, I, I, as, as like as you can attest from listening to the show I've always been a fan of uh, The beginning of Sailor Moon Where it's just Sailor Moon uh, And Luna I think that's super fun uh, so that's also what Sailor V is, except uh, not quite Luna and not quite Sailor Moon. So it's terrific. It's great.
1: Now, Jordan, I know you've had the books for a while, but did you had you read Code Name Sailor V before? Yeah,
0: I read them when they first came when we when they first uh, the new release first came out. Um, okay, but I basically forgot them because I was definitely rereading this, going kind of like, oh, look at that. Um, <laughs>
1: So the entire series uh, of Codename Sailor V uh, by Naoko Takeuchi, of course, uh, was collected in two uh, paperback volumes, Tenkaban volumes. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about the first volume, uh, and each of the chapters are also called volumes, but it's going to get a little confusing. I think we're just going to call those chapters. Yeah. Uh, So the backstory here is that Naoko Takeuchi started doing Codename Sailor V. And then was approached to turn her manga into an anime. And she said uh, that she thought it would work better as a team story. So she then made Sailor Moon that incorporated and kind of recycled a lot of what you got in in Codename Sailor V. All of that happens in a very quick amount of time. It's in, I think, Chapter 6 uh like 4 or 5 or 6 it's very early on that you actually see Usagi and Rei and even Naru start showing up as background characters in uh in Code Name Sailor V. Yeah. But it's also very true that like Minako has a friend who is basically just like Naru. She yeah. has another like nerd in her class who is exactly like Umino to the point where his name is Amano. Amano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Almost. only difference is that uh, Minako Aino is 13 years old because this takes place the year before uh, Sailor Moon starts. Uh, so I guess we can get started. Jordan, I've been waiting yes. so long to do this. I've been waiting so long to do this. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Our main character is oh. Minako Aino. She's a Libra, her blood type is B, and she's 13 years old. She's secretly the pretty guardian of love and justice known as Sailor V.
0: Well, not yet.
2: Yay!
1: Well, not yet. <laughs> but all that stuff about blood type and uh, and being a Libra is definitely in there.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, chapter one is the origin chapter. Uh, the
1: birth of Sailor V.
0: When uh, when I started reading it, uh, again, it immediately starts focusing on her athletic ability. And so at first it was funny. I was like, oh, you know what? Like, She's a much more um, traditional uh, hero character than Sailor Moon because, because she's good at something.
2: <laughs> yes, she's good at something and she wants to show off.
0: Right, 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 which is very unusual. That said, pretty quickly, she turns out to be kind of a dunce. At, cl- in class and also kind of lazy and wanting to eat, not as much as Usagi, but wanting to eat in class and all those things and getting in trouble. So the the, the focus shifts away from her uh, athletic ability relatively quickly.
1: Well, one of the interesting things about this first chapter, and, and something that I think is going to be really surprising if you're coming to it from just watching the anime, is that Minako is referred to as being really tomboyish. Uh like, the uh, there are characters in her class who are like, you know, are you even a girl? You know, we never even see you cry.
0: <laughs> which yeah. is such a weird thing to say. You know, but that hallmark that is, of girlness. You, if your girl doesn't well, cry, you don't know she's really a girl.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I bring that up specifically. A, because Miniko's response is amazing, which is, I've never cried.
2: <laughs> uh, and B, a champ.
1: because... By contrast, Usagi is like kind of super girly, you know, traditionally uh, into really feminine things or into really traditionally feminine things. Like she's very romantic and she's very over emotional and a bit of a klutz. Uh, So we see Usagi crying immediately, (laughs)
2: like every every other page, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I think Usagi might actually cry in this book, but I can't remember.
0: (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs)
1: She might just be in the background. And I think that's so weird because, you know, we've talked about the way that Naoko Takeuchi draws the characters. And it's so weird to look at Mina and then read a character being like, oh, you're not you're not girly at all. (laughs) Like with her, her huge eyes and her flowing blonde hair.
0: Yeah, she's definitely feminine. From most of the story, um, oh, in addition to this having the origin of her uh, superpowers, it also has the origin of the ribbon in her hair. yes, so the plot for this episode is uh, the 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 villain for this episode is posing as a very good looking and popular student at her high school, or not even a high school, sorry, middle school, which again they're they're starting out small, I guess, <laughs> just going let's. Let's have one middle school where we have a very popular boy to steal energy. Uh, he, he actually shows up before we even know there are bad guys and good guys as just, like, the good-looking guy that she has a crush on. Um, yeah, he, his name is Higashi, uh, a.k.a. Narcissus. Yes. And, uh, again, uh, Artemis, the cat, shows up, starts talking to her, which freaks her out because there's a talking cat.
2: Oh, and wonderfully... He shows up, so he doesn't start talking until the bathroom, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) I think that's when he talks to her for the first time, yes. He shows up and interrupts her gymnastics, and then keeps showing up, and we see him talking uh, to the boss before he starts talking to Minako.
2: And the first time that he ever talks to Minako, she... It's like while she's right after she showered, so she's in a towel. So he shows up and she immediately screams, Kya, a pervert, and punches him out of a window, uh, which prompts him to show up later and go, Well, hey, you have really good judgment (laughs) and your (laughs) reflexes were fantastic. So I guess you passed the test and you get to be a superhero now.
0: Because you don't let cats look at you
1: naked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Artemis also consistently introduces himself as a male cat uh, over the course of this volume. And I don't know if that's a translation thing, because it is brought up. Like, Minako brings up in in one of the early stories uh, that Artemis is famously the name of a goddess. Yeah. Uh, And then it's just kind of brushed off. But every time he shows up, he's like, I'm Artemis. I'm a male cat. And this is (laughs) Minako."
0: Yep, it's all true. Um, so he gives her the transformation pen, uh, as as he tends to. Uh, well, actually, first he uh, takes her to space, and it doesn't seem like it's an illusion. I think it, he says they've flown to orbit.
2: They probably um, went to space. That seems legit. So they're in space,
1: yeah, which is weird. <laughs> like, which the the. I can deal with the scouts having new superpowers every now and then. I'm not sure I can deal with the cats having new superpowers every well, now and then. This
0: isn't new superpowers. This is the original superpower. Because again, this is the first chapter of Sailor Anything. So That is true. We should see Luna flying through space more often is what's what we're learning. Well, um, I
1: mean, when you put it that way, I agree.
0: He flies, he flies her to Venus and shows her that she has a flying palace uh, orbiting Venus.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that ever comes (laughs) back either. It definitely doesn't.
2: (laughs) One presumes the other scouts have them, but we never see them.
1: (laughs) Because, like, I wonder if this is, like, these are ideas that would have been incorporated into Sailor Moon. And I'm, I'm really fascinated about the idea of, you know, what if Naoko Takeuchi had decided to just make Codename Sailor V. And we got like a solo story for Minako that lasted, you know, that was still going 25 years later. Like, what does that alternate universe look like? And so I wonder if, you know, the ruins of the the, the moon kingdom of, of Silver Millennium would have been in this floating Venus palace instead.
2: Right. I, I want to know, do you guys think, so Boss, Boss <laughs> is this, nebulous figure that is never given a name but is yeah. capable of creating a video game in one day from complete scratch Um and then building a command center under an arcade. Is boss Luna? Is boss Queen Serenity? Or is boss someone else that we never hear from again?
0: I always assumed it was Luna Me just because of the funniness of the idea being that Luna's Artemis' boss and Artemis is Luna's <laughs> boss like back and forth basically yeah because
1: in the show luna's boss is artemis right like they do this this bit in the cartoon and it's it's artemis hiding inside the video game but i definitely don't think it's
0: luna in this do we never find out isn't that revealed in chapter two Or no. volume two? I, think we,
1: I think we do find out that it is meant to be uh Uh, Queen Serenity, like the spirit of Queen Serenity. They do,
2: they do give it more of a. Okay,
0: we'll find out. Well, we'll find out. We'll confirm.
1: That might be head cannon. I'm just gonna do a quick. uh, I'm gonna ask Doctor Google. Uh, Codename: Sailor V. Boss.
0: So yeah, and I never said so. Narcissus walking around, being the hot guy and flirting with all the girls, um, flirts with Mina and goes, "Oh, your hair is so gorgeous, but you know what? It would look even better if you had a big red ribbon in the back, like a big bow right about here." And so Mina is like, "Done, I'll do that." <laughs>
2: yeah, and she just casually the next day when she's getting ready for school puts one in. It's like no big.
0: And then decides that's good. That's my look from now on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which I kind of like because I mean, actually, it's, it's great. Cool. Spoiler warning: She's gonna fight this guy and vaporize him with a crescent beam, <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, but you know what? I do look good with this bow on."
2: <laughs> which is, is true. like actually a page in a panel. But getting ready okay. the next day, she goes, "Yeah, I do look better in a ribbon." So, which is something so- that I love about her. I love that she <laughs> like, but she's constantly moving forward. You know, that's yeah. um, there's this one picture at one point of um her ceiling and it has uh all of these tape marks of like the posters that she's constantly ripping down and putting up new posters
0: oh that's hilarious
2: which i just think is the most 13 year old girl thing and it adds to me a bunch of characterization for her she's very like she's just this forward-moving adorable little girl
1: yeah so right away in this first chapter Minako has so much personality like she's so uh, like she's so different from Usagi like she's so different from the way that we're going to see Usagi in uh, in Sailor Moon like she's always getting yelled at for being asleep but she sleeps in not because she's lazy but because according to her mom who she has a uh, a very
2: (laughs) not super relationship 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 with. Oh, yeah. uh, her she, mom, like, yelled at her for not being a girl in this. Again, reinforcing that. Terrible. Get it. oh yeah, she's, she's
1: like, like Minako, like, your uniform's filthy. Have you been just climbing over walls again? And she I kind of love the idea of Minako, like, getting out of school and being like, is that a wall? I'm going to climb it. What's <laughs> up?
0: Back at it again in the Krispy Kreme with Minako, you know. No, she was literally. They show a panel before. She's climbing walls to yeah. take a shortcut home.
1: Yeah. So like, I think she like the show weirdly doesn't know what to do with her. But the manga, like, immediately, she's so different from Musagi and such, like, a, a fun character in her own right. Uh, quick update. According mm-hmm. to the Sailor Moon wiki, uh, Miniko's advisor, known as Boss, is a character who was only heard from and never seen in Codename Sailor V. Wow. Boss did not appear in any other part of the Sailor Moon franchise and was never referred to in the Sailor Moon manga. The true identity of Boss was never revealed. It's Luna. So I think the the fan theory was that it was uh, Queen Serenity.
0: It's Luna.
2: <laughs> Queen Serenity would make infinitely more sense
1: It says fans have theorized The boss could be Queen Serenity or Luna If following the canon of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, however, this is not possible
2: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Queen Serenity would make more sense Because I feel like she's more capable of just Poofing things into existence But I'm kind of in love with the idea of Luna Slaving over and making a video game mm-hmm. In like mm-hmm. one one night
0: Typing on a keyboard With her cat oh, box Oh, Luna so okay, so the boss gives her uh, an Artemis. Give her the transformation pen, which she uses to transform. Uh, her transformation words are "moon power transform."
1: Yeah, which is very weird.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, then they give her um, a a compact, which I I never realized it was meant to be a compact in the cartoon because well, it, it's shaped like a moon. Yeah,
1: and it opens up on like the like the narrow side. Yeah. Like the two points of a crescent moon.
0: Yeah, uh, but but that being said, once they showed it, I was like, oh, that is the thing she has in the cartoon. Like, we see that all the time when she does uh, crescent, whatever it's called. <laughs> moon crescent attack. I forget what it is. Uh, it's a crescent beam. There you go. Venus crescent. Because
1: she does crescent beam in this. Like, we right. see she has a couple of different attacks in this first volume, too. Uh, Higashi slash Narcissus gets vaporized with Crescent Beam, which instead of just coming out of her finger as a laser beam, it comes out of the compact. Which then, according to Artemis, needs to be recharged. Needs to be recharged. Yes, yeah, which, I mean. is which the never thing. comes up again.
2: I've always. Do you think that it comes up, but we don't see it? I mean, probably I not because the others don't have cats to tell them what to do. <laughs> How exactly. do we feel about this? Well, they have Luna. Well, sure. But do you think Luna went around to like Ami and went around to uh, to Ray and was like, "Hey, by the way, your stuff needs to be recharged in the moonlight."
0: Well, n- I mean, realistically, no. In this, because I think that this is stuff that, like the castle, it's stuff that she put in in this pilot episode that right. just didn't ever go anywhere. I mean, again, um, they don't Ray and 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 uh, and, uh, and Ami and uh, and Makoto. They don't have a, a device. They right. all just have it themselves. So it's like, make sure you lie in the moonlight and recharge yourself, I guess. Um, well,
1: I wonder if, like, Ami's computer needs to be, like, left out oh, sure. at night.
0: And Venus's <laughs> antenna. Or, I mean, Venus, uh, Jupiter's antenna.
1: <laughs> I really
0: do like that idea,
1: though. Because, I, like, I, I think it's interesting to put, like, it, it's, it's web fluid. You know, sure. it's yeah. something you can do whenever you need to have like a little additional challenge. You just go like, oh, well, you know, it's my my powers haven't recharged under the full moon in a while. I hope I can make it through this fight. And that's not really the kind of battles that Sailor Moon ever gets into.
2: <laughs> Definitely So not. I guess
1: it doesn't ultimately matter. But I kind of like that as a gimmick for for whatever Minako would have been if she had continued.
0: In addition, uh, the compact mirror shows things as they truly are and people how they truly are. So when she looks at bad guys in it, they look like hideous, gross people instead of gorgeous people as they look normally.
2: And whenever she looks at herself, she always sees herself as Sailor V.
0: Um, the end yeah. of the episode, uh, but not Sailor Venus. No, Sailor V <laughs> no. with the she, mask.
1: She doesn't see. She, she sees herself with her mask on, which is again very Spider Man. And
0: honestly, like the more I think about it, the more Code Name Sailor V is kind of like Spider Man. Um, they they constantly her 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 catchphrase is "Champion of Justice, the Pretty Guardian in a Sailor, in a sailor Suit." Sailor Venus has arrived. So it, it weirds me out that she's called both Sailor V and Sailor Venus, even in issue one, chapter one. Like it's just weird to me that she has both names.
2: That's interesting. It's a little weird. Well, but uh, I mean, she knows she protects Venus. She she gets that. She she's was stupid. She, she
1: protects Earth. She has a castle on Venus. Right, That's right, right. True.
2: But she was like told, okay. But when they were on her, well, then they were on their space like <laughs> space lecture. Uh, she was told that she had to protect Earth, and then she was carted over to Venus and told that it was her job to protect Venus. But her current mission is to protect Earth. <laughs>
1: Very complicated first <laughs> issue. It's conv- Jordan, convoluted. Yeah. As an editor, as a comic book editor, if you got codename Sailor <laughs> V number one, The Birth of Sailor Venus, what would you what would you send back
0: to Naoko Takeuchi? <laughs> well, honestly, I probably would I mean a lot of it is great. I would expect it to go a very different place than it did in later chapters. But the biggest thing would be, I'd probably say, take out all the moon stuff. What is all the moon stuff for? Have her, j- say Venus, have her, I mean, you can't charge things with Venus light, but then just use starlight instead of the moonlight. Like, wh- why is all this moon imagery in it?
2: That's a great point. Why? What was she going to do with it? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm know. I'm so
1: curious. Um, I the, really, I really want to know, like, if, and and the thing is, it's been so long that that I don't know if we could ever get like a real definitive answer. But at the same time, I'm sure someone has asked uh, Takeuchi before, like if this would like if Sailor Moon hadn't happened and Sailor V had taken off instead, is Minako the reincarnation of the Moon Princess from Venus? Is there a Silver Millennium that was on Venus? Like what what was repurposed and what was invented?
0: You know, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there are interviews with her that that. I mean, I've never read a single interview with her, so I'm sure there are some that would tell us some of these things. But Well, Naoko, if you're out there, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> uh, chapter <laughs> one ends, you... chapter one ends with um, with uh, Mina being depressed, and uh, Artemis cheers her up by licking her.
2: <laughs> and
0: yes, it's so adorable. because Artemis is a cat,
1: up. not a people, very clearly.
0: Yes, um, but it's adorable, uh, and that's the end of that. Uh, then she learns what an idol is in the end
1: yeah chapter two yes is a story that i really love this is my favorite sailor v story now this is called game center crown cool yes (laughs) and it is the first of all it introduces motoki furuhata aka andrew uh aka big bro big bro uh that everybody calls him Uh, And it shows us that Minako loves to go and play video games after school. It does. Uh, And she's very, very good, but she's not the best. Uh, There's one person who outranks her on all of these games, and so it is her mission to beat him. And because Minako only wants to play video games and doesn't want to do any sailor training, uh, Boss and Artemis make a Sailor V video game that through playing it, she not only gets better at being Sailor V, she also gets better at all other video games.
0: Yeah, it's pretty weird.
2: What I love about it is that uh, it also logically shouldn't based on the thing that we learn because she looked because like it doesn't follow pattern recognition. Yeah. That's the point of the video game. And then she goes back to video games where the point is pattern recognition. <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. It,
0: it is a fun chapter. It's funny that you're saying it's your favorite because it's, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, this is one without a supernatural villain in it.
1: Yeah, and I love that. It just is, happens. It just is
2: Gamergate.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, it's yeah, just Gamergate. A, absolutely. There's a, a
1: fucking, uh, he's a member of the True Game Lovers Association. Uh, And he is complaining about how uh, girls are coming to arcades now and they're making all these terrible games to try and appease these girls. And he loves true games and he's not going to let this happen. But when he sees that Minako is really, really good at video games, his conclusion is that Minako must be a boy who has disguised himself as a girl to play video games. (laughs) Yeah, And then, uh, the story ends with Minako, uh, like Sailor V kicking him a, again, a normal person. <laughs> and, and that guy is, I think maybe dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he's dead, but yes, he's definitely unconscious. Um, there's a whole bunch to talk about in this chapter. Um, but Chris, I'm going to talk about an uncomfortable thing first, which is that page one of this issue, uh, Address is a topic that we talked about recently which is whether the scouts are naked when they transform. Answer is yes.
2: Definitely yes. What what? There Take nipples. a look.
0: <laughs> There's some 13-year-old nipples right there for you.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally had not seen it yet. <laughs> I was looking at the splash page where she's jumping over, like she's got the toast in her mouth, and she's jumping over the fence.
0: There's a lot of. Then brain... I realized
1: what you were talking about, but yeah, no, that's, no. that is. Oh ooh boy! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, so that answers that. They are officially naked.
2: I um, always really appreciated how frequently uh, Naoko drew them super naked as, as a young kid, because it made me feel a lot less weird about being a kid going through changes. Sure. Because she like drew them super soft and pretty every time that she did it, you know? And it never felt um, male gazy in any capacity. It was always like, that's true. Yeah. It felt really safe. There's a
1: part in, uh, in the last chapter, like the, the introduction, the little, you know, I'm a Libra. My blood type is B. Uh, Minako says, "I'm Minako, you know, a 13-year-old midway through puberty, full of troubles first-year middle school student."
0: Which I think is like a really like a really fun description of her. Oh, uh, uh, I'm very self-aware. This chapter also features the first appearance of a new power, which is uh, uh, crescent power transform, uh which Sailor Moon fans would know as the transformation pen, but this is her, her the 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 disguise pen, yeah. This is the uh it's the um not the pen though that does it here it's the uh
2: the compact. compact. This is the um, power that I that I personally like most commonly associate with her cuz she uses it very frequently.
1: She does. She uh, uses it in almost every story in this volume. But can
0: we uh, say mostly pointlessly? <laughs> mostly
2: definitely pointlessly. mostly po- pointlessly, yeah. In this but chapter, in she I turns into, really fun. In this
0: <laughs> chapter, she turns into a Sentai heroine-style armored warrior for no reason that I can tell. She changes into the character from the video
1: game, so she is she she changes into like this cute armor that is then too heavy to do anything in because yeah. she gets tackled uh, by uh, the gamer mullet guy and then like can't get up because she's like a turtle. Uh, in this armor, and then has to change into Sailor V.
0: Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, And then she kicks his ass, and that's the end of the chapter. It's a great chapter. Yeah.
2: I love that Uh, it's now also justifying the need for sailor suits.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Because she literally criticizes the sailor suit earlier in the episode, Mm -hmm. and by the end is going, oh, it's so easy to move.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so light. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It Uh, lacks any style and it's drafty. That's, yeah, that's the criticism.
2: Uh,
1: so the next chapter is, uh, Sailor V arrives, Channel 44, Pandora's Ambition. Uh, and this is kind of the start of the ongoing plot line. Right. Which is basically Sailor V versus Idols. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and this is going to continue for, I think, the entire rest of the volume.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this one, there's a, a, an idol named Pandora that everybody loves. And um, she's on television and everybody wants to watch her on television. She's on a special channel. Right. Uh, they they have given
1: out uh, special satellite antenna receivers so that everyone can
0: watch. And uh, the only boy who is not obsessed with her is Amano. Amano, mm-hmm. uh, and why is that again? Oh, because he because he's so interested in computers that girls. Uh, yeah, because
1: he's more interested in computers than in girls.
0: Yeah, they have no interest. So the next day at school, all the boys who watched aren't are, don't show up, and he's the only one who shows up. Him, him, and Mina are the only ones who show up. I think maybe a couple of girls. Because Mina's
1: dad couldn't figure out how to. Uh hook up the antenna. right? And there's a lot of like Mina and her mom calling her dad stupid.
0: Yes.
2: There's I love just like how different the atmosphere is between the homes of Usagi's and Mina's families.
0: Oh, very yeah. much so. Mi- Mina
1: Mina's home life does not look pleasant.
2: <laughs> no. it looks It's like a so lot of tense.
0: yelling all the time.
2: It's very there's scary yelling. Mhm.
1: And in fact, um it, this is something I think that uh that you've talked about uh before uh Kat, but in the uh in the the back of the book there's like a profile sheet for Mina um with some designs. And her likes are manga, games, and TV. Her favorite foods are ice cream and ramen, her dislikes, shiitake mushrooms, can't get along with mommy and policeman.
0: <laughs> so random.
1: Which the is point. wild. It's the uh, best. So yeah. Uh, we so, get another use of the crescent disguise, crescent power transform. Uh, she changes into a policewoman again for no real reason.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: she does. Pull well, a I gun mean, at least at it helped, though, because it's cute. Because it was going to be a real cute disguise that Naoko would get to draw.
0: Right, and that it, it we is cute. Get to look at. Well, and
2: again, at least this time
0: she something something she happened. It had a like, it
2: had a function.
0: Yeah, this is one of the few that got.
2: Yeah. Most of them don't. Most of them stay around for, like, a page and a half. This one, even if it only stayed around for a very short period of time, did have a purpose.
0: It gives her a gun! I didn't even notice yeah. the gun the first time.
1: Well, she... Because it, when she goes on the stage to fight Pandora, she pulls out the gun, but she throws the compact as the Crescent Boomerang, which is her second attack. And I will say, mostly she fights... She, she like, kills the monsters... With, uh, the, the crescent beam or the, she, there's another power she's going to get in a little bit, but she also just kicks people all the time. Yes. Yeah. Very true.
2: She likes to kick. That's this, um, it's also very interesting to me that they like, they keep making this point of like, look at them and see their true self in. Yeah the mirror of the beam. But then when she goes and does that, it just always turns into a crescent beam attack. And I feel like they're trying to make a point and then they don't, she doesn't make it. It doesn't really. Yeah. Cause 'cause she just turns it into a crescent beam attack every time, but that's fine. It doesn't need to be tight. It's not what we're doing here. So
1: uh, Pandora is destroyed and turns out to have been made of mud like stuff. Uh, as it is referred to, and then Mina goes home and does her math homework. Uh, that leads us to the next story, uh, yes. which is uh, the ambition totally of different. Petite
0: Pandora. <laughs> yes, totally different character. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good Petite Pandora.
0: Why would anyone think they were connected in any way?
2: And uh, here's the
1: thing that I really like: we talked about the um, like the arcade story being a story where there's no like you know Dark Kingdom villain or anything. Uh, This story opens with Sailor V having, like, just beaten up and apprehended bank robbers. Yes. And she's going to, like, stop crimes incidentally throughout the rest of the book. And I love that. I love that she's a crime fighter.
2: That introduces my favorite thing about her. She tussles with uh, average crime all the time. And it's not because she's in it's actually not all that because she's into just stopping random crime it's because she hates the police and she wants to show them up yeah. which i think is the most hilarious thing in the world and like if you don't love her after that i don't know what to tell you because that's like the best motivation for a 13 year old girl to my mind but i feel she's- like
0: doesn't Artemis also be, at, at certain points, be like, why are you even doing this? Like, there's no... You shouldn't be bothering Yeah, he crime. wants her
2: to be a... He, he wants her to solve the meta plot, and she's just beating up randos.
1: It's pretty great. Well, she... They mention a couple times that, uh... She just kind of, like, passes street crime, and she can't let it go unpunished. Yeah.
2: That's uh, true.
1: But uh, on the subject of, uh... Of Mina hating the police this story introduces uh, two more recurring characters Uh, we have Toshio Wakagi who is an officer in the special police in uh, Tokyo who has been tasked with like finding and stopping Sailor V and then we have the inspector general who is an extremely fashionable uh, young woman wearing a uh, Coco Chanel outfit uh, who is secretly in love with Sailor V (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I say secretly in love It's very <laughs> difficult to tell Whether she, in, in this volume at least Whether she's supposed to have a crush On her, or to just be like a huge Fan
0: Yeah, I, I think they play I mean, she says I love her, but like the way that Anybody would say I love that idol again, Like I'm a huge that. fan, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, But she's, also, mean, she but she's get determined to on, have like, her has... Go for it Go ahead
2: I was gonna, oh, say, I was sh- gonna say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say she's determined to have her on the police force. That's yes. made very clear.
1: Yes, but she also has like a five foot portrait that she hides and then caresses with hard eyes. So uh-huh. it's not like this isn't like a cookbook situation where I'm maybe reading a little into it. There's no. hard eyes.
0: Yep. But to to clarify a little bit about Wakagi too, he, it's not that I don't think it's that it's his job to take in. Sailor V, it's that His job is to stop crimes and he's Again, as as Kat pointed out He's been humiliated by the fact that He can't stop any crimes because she keeps stopping Them all, which I yeah. feel Like in real life the police would go Win-win
2: Right? Most of the police love Her, <laughs> like that's the Most of the police are really chill with Letting her save the day
0: He believes that she's setting up crime In order to stop it, which is kind of Ridiculous, but okay so Petite Pandora shows up. Guess what? She's connected. She looks just like original Pandora, except younger. She has the a world-famous wink, a, a world's cutest wink. When she winks at boys, they become her
2: slaves. Oh, oh, and if we can, her intro is so good because we have the chief of police say, V, one day I will have you on my police force. So Mikagi says, V, one day I'll unmask you and show the world who you are. And then Petite Pandora says, V, one day I'll be the one to murder you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This
2: is so good. Uh, Uh, There's there's a lot of
0: enslavement in this volume as well.
2: Oh, so much. It really
0: is.
1: It is a book that is about how you see a pretty person and lose your fucking mind, (laughs) (laughs) which is which is again pretty relatable to most thirteen-year-olds. Sure.
2: That's yeah. We haven't made it clear just how much uh, the seeing uh, idols at the end of chapter one has become the focus of everything. It's the plot. Yep
1: uh so Petit pandora tries to deliver a letter like she does she does the got the gotham city thing right where she's like i have a message for batman that i'm going to take to the police but when she tries to bring this letter of challenge like the uh uh wakagi the the cop who she thinks is really cute is like what are you doing here you are a child and throws her out (laughs) like picks her up and physically throws her from the building
0: but it still gets to the inspector general. Uh, meanwhile, uh, sailor—well, uh, Mina, I should say—is figuring out that they look alike. The two Pandoras ha- happen to look exactly the same.
1: Yeah, and there's a and there's a like a line from like because Petite Pandora is so super popular. She's the the new popular idol. And there's a line from one of the classmates where it's like, hey, wasn't there another idol called Pandora a while back? And it's like, well, it was in the last issue of this comic. (laughs) But I don't know if that's like weird storytelling or if that's supposed to be like after the evil forces are defeated, everybody kind of forgets about it. Or if it's uh, Takeuchi doing like a commentary on the kind of idol system in Japan Mm. and how it really is like a... A, you're famous for a year, and then you're gone. You're out.
0: That's how. That's how I took it, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, um, but I feel okay. like
1: somebody would have put this together.
0: Uh, hey, guys, what does she use the crescent to transform into this time?
2: Oh, it's my favorite one. This is the one where she turns into a pretty boy, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, let me go she find the page. Oh, there he is. Into
0: a pretty boy idol.
2: Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> For no reason! For no reason!
1: Zero reason. And all of these transformations get like either a panel or a like like something where it's like it runs the entire height of the page. Like it's it's a, a a full page height panel. And I love this one, cause it's just a pretty boy in a plaid shirt doing some high kicks in his skinny jeans. He's and saying so Yahoo!
2: Then... And he's got a little yeah. heart next to it.
0: So he, she as he goes to the place, shows up, does and says nothing, and then Pandora looks at him and goes, He's so beautiful. And then she goes, Ha ha, he fell for or haha, she fell for it, and then transforms.
2: What? What <laughs> 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 fell for what? <laughs> Well, petite Pandora's little. This she's on a swing that's floating on this like zeppelin thing, and the the swings, uh, like ropes snap when V says <laughs> she fell for it. But but V definitely never throws the compact or anything.
0: Yeah, I I think that's what they're trying to imply, but it, they didn't draw it.
2: But you it know, doesn't I happen. Think she's just
1: so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the It's like a Phoenix Wright character uh, Finally breaking under the pressure
0: <laughs> I don't know
2: That boy is so handsome That snap
1: So you're never going to believe this oh. But uh, Petite Pandora uh, Is out to avenge her older sister Pandora Gasp! Oh! And I'm sure that's the only time That we'll have a weird idol plot Involving an extended family
2: Sure yeah, that sounds reasonable. Uh, this uh, time, she
0: uses a, a new power called Love Crescent Shower. Pour down on us, she declares. She says to it,
1: and, "Love Crescent Shower, pour down on us!" And it's just rain that dissolves the monster.
0: Yeah, it's sparkly rain.
1: Yeah, it's 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 like bubble spray.
2: Yeah, because no. it Super needs thing. to dissolve a miasma. That's,
0: that's yeah. Bubble spray doesn't kill anything.
1: You say that, but, I mean, I'm looking right now, and this is just a gentle, glittery rain, so... But it's acid rain,
0: apparently. <laughs> okay, that's chapter, so, what are we at, four? We got four more to go. Chapter five,
1: the Machinations of the Dark Agency. This is where shit gets real.
0: So, turns um, out,
1: both this is Pandora amazing.
0: and Petite Pandora were represented by the same agency the dark agency dun, dun, dun. and they also represent a new group of boy idols called
1: dark guys <laughs> dark guys <laughs> dark guys who are on the dark tour <laughs> uh, and they also have their opening act is their triplets and their opening act is their sisters who are twins named twin dark and then I guess they have an older sister uh or maybe mom whose name is Suzuka <laughs> Hime Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Who All is the goddess is of today's working man? What? Yep. She's on the dark side the dark silence tour or dark slents as it is written on this uh on this sign.
0: So, in this episode, uh Mina can't afford to buy a Dark Guy's CD. Like all the other people in class. Uh, That's why she doesn't get brainwashed, right?
1: Yeah. The
0: CD is brainwashing everyone. and
1: And I love this plot. Because they've got the dark guys for the teenage girls. The teens and tweens. They've got uh, twin Dark for like the young boys, and then they have Shizuka Hime Dark for like the older guys, and then they're like, "Look, we got two more demographics, and we got everybody. We need somebody for the olds and somebody for women." <laughs> yep, <laughs> they literally have that discussion, and I think yeah. it's
0: hilarious. It's pretty amazing. Um, let's see what happens here. So, oh yeah, uh, the, the the cop gets brainwashed by uh, the the older lady. So he's he's taken in. Oh, and we meet the president of dark uh, the dark agency. What is the president's name again?
1: Fluorite. I believe this is fluorite.
0: Yep. All right. Okay. So these are rock people. Don't worry.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fluorite was mentioned as far back as I think chapter one. We
2: see her in chapter one. I believe this is the
1: first time we see her. Well,
2: we we saw like we saw her on um, like a little. Well, I guess not little. We saw her on, like, an old-timey cell phone that has a video screen. Um, oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. On Chapter 1. But I don't know if she's named until recently. So um.
0: she
1: is, like, it's it's so weird because, like, she's she's Jedi, except all of her plots go through this one business, which is the talent agency called the Dark Agency. Yeah. Which, again, is hilarious.
0: And I think somewhere in here they drop the fact that it's clones.
2: Yes, they do. Because, yeah, she, um, because people who weren't clones were becoming expensive uh, because she's reporting up to someone named Danburite. Yes. And Danburite's right, like, right. oh, if you fail us again. And she's like, don't worry. Even if I fail, it's clones this time.
0: Uh, Dark Guys' uh, new CD is called Dark Emotion.
1: <laughs> so that's Dark Emotion from the Dark Guys on the Dark Tour from
0: uh, the Mina Dark Agency. Puts it on a CD player and the lyrics begin and the only lyrics we hear are Dark 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 Agency.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so inspired. It it reminds me
1: a lot of that episode of G.I. Joe with Cold Slither, where they're like, Cobra's putting subliminal messages in this rock song. But if you listen to the song, the actual lyrics are, do not resist, because Cobra is strong.
2: (laughs) And I'm
0: like, that's not what subliminal means, guys. That's liminal. That's (laughs) extremely liminal. Liminal messages. Um, Artemis has to smack the crap out of her in order to snap her out of uh, listening to the song. (laughs) Which is a ridiculous little scene.
1: Yeah. And Artemis is like, hey... You keep getting, you keep messing up because you never get serious. You're supposed to be a champion of justice, and this is where I love Minako because Minako doesn't go, like Minako doesn't really have that moment where she's like, I wish I could be a normal girl, like we get from Usagi. She goes, Yeah, I didn't volunteer for this job. Yeah, I (laughs) never agreed to that. And you won't tell me anything about who the enemy is or who the boss is, and uh, you just make me work all the time. (laughs)
0: so but as a Nina result is
1: is bad, is bad at these working conditions more than her uh destiny
0: as a result they take her into the control center which is a giant uh uh high-tech base they have under the the game center which again never comes up in sailor moon but <laughs> it's and, nice here and in this story we get not one
1: but two uses of crescent power transform oh let's hear it cat do you want to talk about these
2: uh, so it's the first one, which is, uh, yeah, yeah. So the first one, she turns into like an army lady, right? Yes, yeah,
1: with a gun, with a gun, worked, like with a real gun, and that's
2: the with purpose the of the transformation. That's because the she changed it into a GI fighting girl or GI fighting girl, yeah, a yeah, camouflage yeah. version, uh, uh, to to do a frontal assault because she couldn't get a ticket. That's like the whole purpose of what's going on here. Now, is she uh,
0: shooting her gun? Is that what these sound effects are? I can't tell. Yes. That is she's shooting her gun at their machine gun.
2: It yeah, it says bam and then dim dim dum. Uh so yeah. she just like busts her way into the concert venue. Um, so we get that on one page. Um and then uh then the concert's going on, and we have an introduction. After the, the 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 dark guys uh, go to introduce their little sisters, and the spotlight turns on to where they should be, but the little sisters are not there. Uh, she isn't Twin Dark. Who is she? She's cute. Uh, and there's uh, diagonally spread across the page a new idol who is real adorable and like diaphanously dressed. Uh, and then we get. a a love and justice speech using idols to brainwash both men and women young and old. Now that's just greedy. Those horrendous business practices and the Japanese tax office will not stand for it. I am sometimes a GI fighting girl and sometimes a debuting idol beauty, but my true form is moon power transform. And then she goes through the, the classic, codename Sailor V, champion of justice, the pretty guardian in a sailor suit. Sailor Venus has arrived.
1: Uh. This, sometimes I'm a GI fighting girl, sometimes a debuting idol beauty. That's very cutie honey. Yes. I've yes. talked about cutie honey a lot lately, but that's the exact structure of like the sometimes I'm a this, sometimes I'm a this. Uh, Like, that's the speech that she gives in every
0: episode.
2: She looks very much like Cutie Honey in these two transformations. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, Yeah, this is very much... Again, before, I would assume, this is all stuff she did before she really figured out what Sailor Moon, and hence Sailor V, is about.
1: Yeah. Uh, So once again, Sailor V kicks people, and then dissolves them with acid. (laughs) So that is the end of uh, chapter five
2: and she took out she took out flower here right
1: uh, uh yes yeah no right yeah yes. she, you know what, gets, is... she gets uh uh destroyed with the love crescent shower
2: yeah the reason that we yeah, needed right. to be introduced to danberite is because we were killing Flowrite. right you're right yeah.
1: yeah and in the last panel of this story uh, She's leaving the Crown Game Center as uh someone else is entering, and that is our first look at Usagi Tsukino
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep. uh, and her Odangos as yeah. she and uh, Naru go into the Crown. I'm not actually sure if this story predates the first chapter of Sailor Moon or not.
2: I'm sure it doesn't. I think
1: they came out at about the same time. Which is mind-boggling. Again, this is the this is the end of the fifth story, and now here, here's the real thing that's happening. In a different magazine, by the way. They were published in different magazines.
0: Um, the next chapter starts so great.
1: This is uh, chapter six, Showdown, Sailor V vs. Cyber Girl Warrior Lurga.
0: It has this awesome opening where Mina starts introducing it on page one and describes herself as an ever-so-quiet beauty as she is... <laughs> snoring and kicking the alarm and stuff and getting yelled at by her mother. And uh, Artemis uh, takes over narrating and crosses out the ever so, so quiet beauty part with a pencil cool. or something.
1: Not only that, but when uh, her mom starts yelling, the ever so quiet beauty text box falls off the uh, out of the panel. It yes.
2: Has a, it has a it's crash really, of sound effect, it's really too. It's brilliant. It's so cute. Mm.
1: Um, uh, so in this story, there is a new video game. Uh, oh, it's a wait, new virtual wait, wait, wait!
0: Wait, Artemis says about Mina: her agility is her only good point. <laughs> <laughs> right. he, he's a dick, as always.
1: Uh, he also calls her a slacker with a short temper who hates to study. Same. Mm. Oh, same. Mm. Uh, so this is a story about a new video game that's. Uh, it, it takes place in VR or virtual reality. A hot new subject in in 1992, as we all well know, uh, which is uh, about a lady warrior named Lurga, uh, Cyber Girl Warrior Lurga, who's, and again, it's another, like, it's amazing how quickly Sailor V falls into Monster of the Week, uh, (laughs) considering how fast uh, the manga tends to move for Sailor Moon. Uh, but it's another game where or it's another thing where people are going into the game and it's taking over their minds. Uh, a couple things that are are worth noting. Uh, one, Ray Hino shows up
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this uh sensing oh, yeah. something disquieting in the arcade. So we get our first look at Ray. Uh, second, uh Amano ends up buying like,
2: the, the motherboard
1: Arcane machine motherboard <laughs> yeah yeah uh from a video game store so that he can have the most powerful version of this new video game and when miniko when miniko plays it uh cyber warrior girl lurga emerges from the game and and mina's sitting there with amano and she's like well I can't transform into sailor v cuz then he'll know my secret identity so,
0: obviously, I
1: should just transform into something else while I'm standing right Price here. Right
0: in front so of him. D- No, no, no. She jumps into the closet, I think.
2: Does she? It felt like it was right in front of him.
0: Yeah, but no, also- no. There, there's a door slamming in there.
1: Yeah. So, she, I, I guess she just jumps out of the room. Okay, quick. but then she
2: becomes a strange maid in his house and orders him away. And a he, French maid, yeah. And he listens.
1: Yeah, she goes, crescent power transform. Change now into a beautiful maid.
2: I
0: just love to clean.
2: Clean, clean, clean. (laughs) Oh, and Artemis is like, liar.
0: (laughs) And then she says, Uh, yeah, I'm the new maid and you're in danger. Now run away and kicks him out of the room.
2: And then she transforms into Sailor V. Immediately, same page.
0: So silly. Why, Why not just be Sailor V?
1: Yeah, it's real weird. Then Sailor V gets sucked into the video game. Yep. Uh, and then Amano has to play the game, controlling Sailor V's body.
0: Yeah, uh, her little <laughs> chibi uh, video game body. Uh, oh, and but, then... but 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 let's be clear: by by playing and controlling, he's not using a controller. He has to act out the moves with his body in order for her to replicate them because it's a VR. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how VR works. <laughs> pretty sure Pretty sure, that's that, that's my understanding of it As, <laughs> as you know, Jordan uh, uh. So then she shows uh, She uses the compact to show Lurga uh, Her true form and says You're nothing more than a fleeting image Formed by electrical energy Which is a pretty brutal own On a video game character
0: Yep And Crescent beams her and then she gets out Of the video game And destroys the motherboard, which somehow destroys the video game everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very much
1: a, the files are inside the computer situation, <laughs> where I don't think this one works out as well as she wants it to.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, then we get Sailor V on vacation, desire for Hawaii. This one is delightful. This one's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts with Sailor Moon. Or Sailor Moon. Ooh, sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, Sailor V, uh, Mina is trying to uh, get to a place to to enter a lottery to win a trip to Hawaii because she has a desire for Hawaii uh, and is determined that she will go someday to Hawaii. She stops to... Stop uh, some crime. Stop some crime, which almost makes her miss the lottery thankfully she knocks a poor innocent human being out of the way and steals his place in line (laughs) and wins the trip to Hawaii that he presumably would have won
1: this is some princess contest level bullshit (laughs) because now maybe I'm interpreting this story wrong so you tell me if I'm right the whole thing is a trap to get sailor v no uh, no b- well because the airline is run by the dark agency it's no, no, the no, but dark the- airline
0: yeah but they're not trying to get sailor v i mean b- by the end they are because if they have the opportunity they want to do it but
1: i am pretty sure this entire thing is meant to lure sailor v onto an airplane so that hibisky uh who is a uh hibiscus-y. <laughs> a monster hibiscusy she just uh, she
2: really,
0: she just was really good at draining energy from people on vacation, and the young people who go to Hawaii are particularly juicy as far as energy goes, <laughs> and so yeah. she she just energy sucks them um meanwhile they I seriously think this is that that
1: they're trying to lure Sailor v. Into a trap. I don't remember. And that. then, rather than Minako Aino showing up to enter the lottery and just like getting whatever, it's Sailor V who shows up and goes, "I want to play the lottery," and immediately wins the grand prize.
0: No, I honestly, I think it's a coincidence. I, I mean, I know that's ridiculous and and stupid,
1: but <laughs> yeah, I think you could sense the face I was making over I, uh, over our connection here.
0: I think it's just coincidence that Sailor V wins. Kat, what do you think?
2: I also think it's coincidence. I don't think it's this well thought out.
0: Yeah. That's very hard to believe. Well, <laughs> Chris, <okay. laughs> Chris, here, here, you know what? This will help. If that wasn't enough coincidence, <laughs> the guy she knocks out of the way and uh, gets the trip instead of him is the brother of the of police Toshio. inspector who hates her, yes. Uh, and he becomes... Oh, Jordan. As
1: we all know, there's only about eighteen people in Tokyo, right,
0: And then, for the rest of the episode, he becomes the butt of every joke. and the and the if something bad can happen to a person, it happens to the inspector's brother
1: here's Here's the best part of this issue. Uh, it's It's a real make the checkout to Spider-man situation. Because Sailor V wins the contest. Yes, <laughs> an all-expenses trade. Uh, and oh, I wanted to read this out. This is the list of prizes in the lottery. Oh sure. Because uh, they are super weird. Um, uh, first prize: six-day trip to Hawaii, family included. That's that's that is a prize. That is a hell of a prize. Yeah. Uh, second prize: twenty-nine-inch TV. Which ninety-two. Nineteen ninety-two wasn't so yeah. bad. Right. Uh. Third prize, 8 millimeter video camera. Fourth prize, laundry soap. Big, <laughs> big dip. Big step down to fourth prize. Fifth prize, beer. <laughs> Not a, there's no amount. There's just the word beer. Uh, and then the sixth prize is tissues, which we have seen being given away in the cruise ship episode. Yep, yep, yes. Uh, I just, like... And also, a 13-year-old is entering this contest, and this 13-year-old's mom goes, "Uh, I'll be happy if you just win the beer.
0: (laughs) Yep. Well, she doesn't, because she wins as Sailor V. And then, as you said, has to show up and go, "Uh, Sailor V can't make it, so she sent me. And the people doing the prize just go, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they, They literally... The
1: line is... What is the line? It's so bananas.
0: (laughs) Officially, Uh, I'm not supposed to give this to anyone but the lottery winner herself, but we don't seem to have a choice. Here are your tickets.
1: Yeah. So then, while they're at (laughs) the airport, some shit goes down and she has to transform into Sailor V. So everybody knows that Sailor V is in the airport with this girl who looks just like Sailor V that
0: was sent in her place with her family to go to Hawaii. It's all true. Oh, uh, wait, and there's this weird thing about so they want a free ticket to Hawaii, but then all of a sudden there's this issue that even if you have if you have tickets f- to go somewhere, you have to then pay the airport for the privilege of going through it. What? Yeah, that's what happens. Cause she she gets the tickets and then she goes, "Wait, where is it? Here we go." Yeah, yeah. Official. Uh, she goes, uh, you mean I can't use the airport for free? And 2,000 yen even, which it says is about $20. And then there, the, the guys that she kicks the butt of as Sailor V are trying to sneak in without paying the fee. So then she transforms, kicks their asses, because they are, are doing the thing that she herself was, like, considering a moment ago. And then they don't really, and then, oh, and then the resolution being, hey, that's okay, this random guy can just pay for everyone. And it's, of course, uh, the inspector's brother.
2: Not good, Mina. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) So she ends up getting on the wrong plane and going to Greece. (laughs) And not only
2: that,
0: but the police, who were supposed to go to Greece for a police convention, get on the plane to Hawaii because they think Sailor V might be on the plane to Hawaii. Yeah, they literally and the special, swap vacations.
1: Special inspector is in love with Sailor V and right. wants to get on the plane and go to Hawaii with her, even though presumably everyone has packed their things for Hawaii, not their things for Greece, and vice versa. Right. So uh, there's also a monster on the plane named Hibiscusy, yeah. who is a sexy hula monster uh, who can drain your energy with, I guess, sexy wiggling is kind of what she does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, again, I mean, they don't really... Very authentic to my experience as a teenager.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then when Hibiscusy finds out that Sailor V was accidentally flown to Greece, that's when she goes oh, wait, I should get Sailor V while we're at this, so I'm gonna go to Greece now. And, ba- like, again, there's a lot of flying around from Hawaii to Greece and vice versa, back and forth. Um, also, I was a little weirded out that Mina says something like uh, she says something like, "Um, uh, oh that or, or no, uh, that's right. Here we go. They say they say too, Mina. Don't you realize how much more we'd have to pay for a tour through Greece? We just got a bonus you don't usually get in life. I, and I'm like, really? Like I would have thought a trip to Hawaii would be more expensive than a trip to Greece.
2: I don't think well, for Japan. I think, yeah,
1: I think it's because Japan's closer to Hawaii than it is to yes. Greece, and that's it's a pretty longer
2: flight." Yeah, and that's a pretty standard tourism thing, isn't it? Like, Japan and Hawaii have a relationship like that.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a big thing in pretty much every manga I've read that actually takes place in Japan, that people are always talking about going
0: to Hawaii for vacation. Okay. Yeah, I feel like from, from here, to go to Hawaii, it's like a big deal, and it's expensive.
1: Hibiscusy keeps complaining that everybody who goes on vacation to Greece is old and boring. Yep, <laughs> uh, and you can't get that good, good Hawaii energy. Uh, and then, uh, uh, is it is it uh, Wakagi or Wakagi's brother who dresses up as masked Aloha?
0: The brother,
2: the brother, yeah,
1: yeah. So masked Aloha dresses up briefly as uh, as he's he's got Batman ears for some reason
0: because <laughs> tuxedo mask and Batman are the same character.
1: Nope. Oh. <laughs> So he's wearing, like, Greek clothes, but with a lei and Batman ears and a tuxedo mask mask. And uh, he says, I am masked Aloha. and My Hawaiian rage is great. If you wish to see those Japanese tourists live through this, then show yourself, Sailor V. And then Sailor V decides <laughs> <she laughs> to transform into a Hawaiian bikini gal. Uh, and then he just, like, falls over and... He gets too horny to continue being a supervillain Yeah, because
0: he's like Part of the reason he wanted to go to Hawaii Was to get his picture taken With the girl in a
2: bikini What? My favorite part of this Is when she grabs her pen and says Boss, what is this? Is he the enemy? And boss says I don't know what he is But I do sense (laughs) a deep-seated grudge Regarding Hawaii
0: So silly
1: So, Um, hibiscus pretty much just gets taken out, uh, and then everybody has a good time in Greece. And then Minako brings back uh, some souvenirs from Greece for her friends who all thought she was going to Hawaii. (laughs) Uh, One to go. One chapter. That brings us to our final chapter, Love on the Boulevard, Full Throttle Turbo. This is not Uh, my
0: favorite chapter.
2: Really? Oh, I love this one.
1: Okay, th- then maybe you can take us through it, Kat. Because I also, like, this one's very weird and very, Agreed. it seems very, it seems very high school manga-ish. Well, that's the, that's
2: that's why I, I like it. Oh, you guys generally do the, the outline and then I'll talk about the, then I'll talk about, like, high school mangas at the end. Okay. That. okay. So,
0: Mina is, <laughs> uh, she has a teacher named uh, Okamoto Sensei. And uh, that's just something you have to set up. Meanwhile, (laughs) she goes out on the street, and she sees a really good-looking dude who comes to her rescue and, like, chases some ruffians away from her. Yeah, he's a uh, seven-foot-tall (laughs) 16-year-old.
2: His name is Saito, and he looks exactly like Kanzai.
0: Yeah, he does. A lot like him. And, And he's in high school. They say he's in high school.
2: He is all
1: angles and sunglasses. Uh, and basically, the uh, the Dark Kingdom, or, or what, what will become the Dark Kingdom, has been taking over all the, the juvenile delinquent gangs uh, by getting in these huge rumbles, draining their energy during the fights, then uh, absorbing them into their gangs to make this super gang of brainwashed zombie juvenile delinquents. Right. And Saito right. is the only one fighting against them because he's a super strong... Uh, roughneck fighter
0: yeah so he's in a he's in a gang and so mina in order to try to see him again goes i'm gonna go walking around in the rough part of town so he'll save me again and this is not because she knows anything about the dark anything she just is literally like i just want to see that good looking dude one more time (laughs) uh she gets punched in the nose by by uh it's not by him is it
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I think it he is, punches yeah, her him. in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Why does he do he that? Was, he he just pops her one.
2: Uh, I, yeah, he's like, get out of here, kid, and winds up punching her in the nose.
1: I thought it was an accident.
2: It did. When did that. It does look because he's like all shocked afterwards. So it feels like an accident.
0: I mean, are we sure it's him? Let me look again and see if it could be somebody Oh, no, it's him.
2: It's definitely him.
0: No, I'm not convinced, and here's why. If you look on the previous page, there's a giant rumble going on behind her.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. So it can't be him. Yeah, you're right. Somebody else kicks her in the butt
0: by accident, and then he's saying, get out of here. And then I think, Yeah, one of the other guys accidentally punches her in the face. Uh Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. Okay. And also, like, sleeve color continuity. It's definitely not him. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone else it would can be
1: nice other. if, uh, if not to criticize Naoko Takeuchi, who is wonderful and has created this thing that we love so dearly, it would be nice if she had drawn another person on that page, Yeah. Like just like so that was a little more clear. Uh, but yeah, Minako gets popped in the face. Uh, my favorite thing about Saito's gang is that there is a guy who clearly is walking around with like a face mask on. With I, I'm going to say. Having not seen the original Japanese pages for this, he 100% has, like, the kanji for death on his mask, right? But in the new version, they have just erased that and written in a mixed-case sans-serif font, death. Death. (laughs) Which is even better and is, like, the most intimidating thing I can imagine. (laughs) If you're just writing that in Arial. Yeah. It's pretty
0: ridiculous. So, uh, okay, a quick version... Uh, she goes, he, he rescues her. She goes, oh, I go to this middle school. And he goes, oh, middle school, Uh, that teacher is there, Okamoto. I used to call her Okapi. And uh, long story short, he has to keep fighting against the bad guys. And he's constantly like, oh, you know, man, you ever been in love with somebody and you just can't tell them? And she's like, who could it be? And it's the teacher. Come it's on, definitely it's the teacher.
2: The teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: He's in love with the teacher. He goes back to see her. She tells him not to fight. He goes back out because he's the only one strong enough to stand up against this gang. But obviously the gang is supernaturally powerful. So they beat him up. And then uh, actual plot-relevant use of the transformation power. Oh, Minako transforms into Okapi, uh, the teacher, uh, and then goes to the big rumble... And uh, there's some stuff with promise rings, and I remember having this discussion about promise rings, like, 50 episodes ago, so we won't go back through it. This is fucked up, this part. Go ahead. Yeah, so the promise ring falls off, and Saito uh, grabs what he thinks is his teacher from three years ago, uh, and smooches her, and then uh, goes off to win the fight.
0: Confesses his Um, love, I've always loved you.
2: Says this is going to be my last fight.
1: Uh, And then uh, Minako is like, sweet, I just got my first kiss. Uh, (laughs) Under what I'm going to go ahead and say are very shady circumstances. Yes.
2: Yeah, Mina. Uh,
1: And then she transforms into Sailor V, fights the bad guys, uh, does her uh, uh, crescent uh, rain shower. Uh, Venus Power, Love Crescent rain shower. And uh, all of the ruffians are... Uh, Cleared of the influence of the Dark Kingdom, the monster is destroyed. But then, and this is amazing, because this is the kind of thing that you would not expect to actually be in this comic, and Naoko Takeuchi is amazing. Then, because there are members of every gang in Tokyo, just all (laughs) in one place, with no memory of how they got there, the biggest fight in the history of the city
0: happens. Yeah. What they don't resolve is... What happens when Saito goes back to Okapi and goes, So uh, about that awesome kiss we had where I said I loved you? And she goes, What the fuck are you talking about, boy?
2: Oh, but that wouldn't happen because she's married. What? Yeah, she's married. She has she has no, a no, wedding no. ring.
0: Yeah, but why wouldn't he he just kissed her and confessed his love? Why yeah. would we go talk she to her, have her again?
2: Ring? Yeah, she, has she has a wedding, a wedding ring. ring. She has a wedding ring I thought when she... she just had the promise rings. No, so the promise rings ha- more had to do with the um their bracelets and everything. Right. It didn't That's have it. to do with the wedding ring on her finger. The uh, that okay, was I'm why that, he uh So when he sees her again, he's really excited and he goes up to her and is like, "Oh my gosh, it's you, copy. Do you remember me?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, you are that little kid in my class." And oh, then there he it sees is. The completed wedding ring, uh, ring, he sees that she's gotten married, and he gets sad, and he goes away because he's lost his chance to resolve his feelings from long ago. Um, the oh, promise I didn't rings, get that at all because I no, missed
1: that I missed little it. tiny sound effect that uh-huh. she, she got a ring on.
2: The promise rings are the, uh, the bracelets that they have, and they're supposed yeah. to... They stay on you until like your feelings are resolved. Um, yeah, so and we he,
1: talked about that during the uh, there was an Alan and Ann episode. Cool,
2: those. cool, cool, cool. So he has his on his on his ankle, and uh, and Mina asks it's him amazing. why, and he says so that it doesn't get in the way. And then he goes and punches someone.
0: Oh, so good. So, so good. you're saying you're saying the promise rings coming off doesn't represent now they're in love, it represents now I can let this go because I'm yes. kissing a woman for the
2: first time. exactly. So the reason I like this story arc is that it shows, Mina is somebody who is wrapped up in people's love stories because she is under the power of Venus, right? That all mm-hmm. of her stuff is about, like, appearances and people being possessed by the power of love and infatuation and all of that. So this is one of the only times where we've seen her, like, observe someone's feelings even though she has a crush on that person she figured out that this guy has these feelings for okapi and like she wasn't dwelling on it or anything she just realized what needed to happen and transformed into this person so that she could have probably she meant to go ask him to stop fighting you know because she was like this woman can get this kid to stop ruining himself um and instead of that, he confessed to her, which is what he needed to do to put those feelings at rest. Right. Um, and uh, then she goes and excises the evil as Sailor V and is like, now remember you promised to not fight. So he won't fight anymore because he doesn't need to. And his feelings with Okapi are put to rest. And it's just like, oh man, you did a really good thing as Sailor V for one person. Uh, and, and technically for Tokyo and not getting all these gangs to fight.
0: Um, oh, but then they all do fight, <laughs>
2: except for their one giant fight. Yeah, except for right. the biggest fight in all of Tokyo's history. Um, so that's why I really like this. And I—I I was someone who read like Mars. I like uh, traditional romantic shojo, and I thought that she handled it with a uh, with a lot of grace in a thing that's usually just just giggles.
1: I completely missed the wedding ring yeah, thing because I, I felt exactly the same way as Jordan, where I was like. Hey, so what happens next? Like, what happens when he goes back? But if, like, that makes a lot more sense. And I do, like, again, I feel like the, there's a big missed opportunity in the show to kind of loop back around to what we were talking about in the beginning. To not at least portray Mina as the person who's caught up in other people's love stories. I think that's a really cool way to put it, Kat. And, like, I really wish that there had been stuff of, like, Mina trying to play matchmaker when Memoru and Asagi were broken up. Or,
2: yeah. What or a terrible with, missed with opportunity.
1: Haruka and Mishiru, even. Or with Alan and Anne. That would have been a really good Alan and Anne episode, if such a thing was possible.
2: What a shame. But instead, like, it's totally fair to not get her, because they don't give her this characterization. There's so yeah. many... There are so many reasons to love her and you don't see it.
1: Yeah. So that does it for the first volume of uh, Codename Sailor V. And again, they're, they're so different from Sailor Moon because Sailor Moon just goes right into the big story. Like, right into the Moon Princess stuff. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, Chapter 1, Sailor Moon. Chapter 2, Sailor Mercury. Chapter 3, Sailor Mars. Chapter 4, Sailor Venus. Chapter 5, Sailor Jupiter. Uh, let's keep on going. Let's vaporize Nephrite. Let's move <laughs> it along. Like, we get Moon Princess stuff really early on uh, in Sailor Moon. But these are very, Like, Jordan, you and I have talked uh, for a long time about how much we really love those early episodes of the series... When it's just Usagi or just mm-hmm. Usagi and Ami uh, just going around kind of trying to fight crime. And that's all that Codename Sailor V is. Yeah, And I think it's really fun. And I think we get – like if you like Sailor Moon and you like the saga of it. But you want to see like what it's like in – what honestly like in a lot of ways feel more like Western superhero stories. In that there's like a kind of new weird villain every week and and, and people get new superpowers. I think Codename Sailor V is well worth sitting down and reading. And it's also beautiful. Uh it's got some of my favorite like uh you know, Kat, you talked about it. Naoko Takeuchi clearly has like a really good time drawing her characters in fun outfits.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: and you get a lot of that in this
0: volume. I I think it's so much fun. It really is. Uh if you if you uh if you haven't read the the Sailor Moon manga in general, um I would say Start with this, man. It's, it's so much fun. And because it is something different from the, the show, it, it feels so different in a way that, I mean, obviously the manga is very different from the show, but because it's this covering the same ground, it's not as different as this. I'd recommend this highly.
1: Uh, Kat, any, uh, any final thoughts?
2: No, I think we've pretty much covered everything that, that I have about her. That's, uh, she is the, one of the things that she says pretty early, um, she she runs into a small impediment in her ability to confess to someone, and she immediately is like, "Well, there's no way I'm going to let that stop me. I have to confess today because that's who I am, more or less." Um, which is the best, you know? Like that's uh, she she's someone who's constantly pushing forward all the time. Uh, Artemis is constantly praising her agility, and I think that it's not just present in like her physical sense but but in but in her genki personality um she's she's got a lot of momentum to her um mm. which is a fun character trait for a 13 year old girl and it's not uh, i read a lot of magical girl stuff and it's not there for every magical girl um it's it's pretty unique to to code name sailor b so uh I'd suggest giving it a read. Uh, well, I think
1: that's going to do it because we've been here an hour and a half. And that is not a chibi. sode. that's a sode. (laughs) that is just an episode of this show.
0: Sorry. Uh, These,
1: these are going to be loose. These don't need that much editing. I hope, uh, leaving the part where Kat and I talked over each other. It was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I think maybe next time we'll, we'll pick a more manageable unit of comics. Next time we get into manga business, uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, as you probably know, the chibi are brought to you by our listeners on Patreon. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com sailorbusiness and chip in as little as a dollar a month uh, and help us keep doing stuff like this. Help us keep doing uh, these extra episodes oh, uh, every
0: month. Chris, as of right now, you guys are $22. No, in fact, $12 from... Doing mini episodes of Xenobiz.
1: That's awesome. Because we've already got picked out what we're going to do on Xenobiz. And it's it's definitely an after dark sort of situation as we dive into the world of fan fiction.
0: It's just $12 away.
1: So. 12 bucks away as of this recording. Uh, but yeah, if you're a, uh, a backer, you get access to the notes that we take while we watch the shows, which are always like in Jordan's case, almost indecipherable. And in my case, non-existent most <laughs> oh. of the time. Cause I don't take notes while I watch. Yeah,
0: you're selling it. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. But at five bucks, you get bonus content at 15 bucks. Uh, we've actually got the pin coming. Uh, the minimum oh. order is
0: a hundred. So we're going to have those pins for a while. We actually just got a question about this on Twitter. Uh, yes. Someone asked, they they are not currently signed up for $15, but they said, how long do I have to subscribe for $15 to get the pin?
1: Uh, okay, Here, here's the deal with that. We hope you sign up at $15 and continue giving us $15 every month, uh, because that's the that's the idea, is that that you support the show at that level. But, in practicality, if you back us at $15 for a month, you get the pin. If you back us at five dollars a month, you can go and download every bit of bonus audio that we've done uh which so far is just all the blooper reels uh You can just grab those and then edit your pledge down the next month or cancel your pledge next month. There is no the no minimum I know that there are some people who have backing us at been backing us at fifteen since the beginning, and we super appreciate that uh because uh I got laid off a couple weeks ago, so this is a pretty major source of income for me um But if you are a a Patreon backer at the $15 level, we get your address. And uh, starting probably uh, a couple weeks from now, they should be in, like, like we should have them. The design is off at the printer. They're getting printed up. uh, And I have uh, gotten some stuff from this printer before, and they look amazing. Uh, You will both see that, Jordan and Kat, when you uh, come to the wedding. Uh, Because we've got some pins to give. Uh, Collectibles
2: but, uh, at your wedding?
1: Ah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know you were going to be there, Kat. That's
0: awesome. I'll, I look forward to seeing you there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, James was really excited when he found out there's a limited collectible on offer at the wedding. Uh, I, I've worked with the printer before. They do amazing work. So we're going to have those. Jake's going to be mailing them out. So as long as you're a $15 backer now, wait, like we will have your address if you put it into Patreon, and we'll send them out. Uh, again, hopefully hopefully you'll stay hopefully you'll 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 think the show is worth supporting even after you have your pin but uh we appreciate uh anything that anybody gives and obviously we know that like not everybody can afford to back things at the 15 dollar level every month uh that's you know do not ever think that we are are ungrateful to anyone who supports us uh, on the patreon or even just by telling a friend or leaving a review so that people can find the show that's awesome of everyone uh but i i hope that is the answer to the question Great. point being episodes are brought to you by patreon as long as we stay above the level that we have uh we will keep doing one of these every month or doubling up if we happen to miss a month like we did this time and giving you an extra extra long episode with a guest and everything just like it's a normal sailor business uh, so that's all for that cat. You've been an amazing guest, as you always are, and I should note you came on with very short notice, prepared to talk about Minako. you know. Uh, which is uh, what makes you one of my favorite people. Ashex, ah, can you please tell everyone where to find you online?
2: Oh golly, um, okay. So the best places to reach me are probably um, Twitter. Um, I can be found at Wolves Are Cool with Cool spelled like my last name K U H L, or at Campaign Pod um, for uh, the podcast that I run, Campaign. Or you can head over to the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, at one shot podcast.com, um, where you can see any of the offerings of the One Shot Podcast Network, uh, which is a network that I run in tandem with my best friend, James. That's about it.
0: Excellent. You can find me on Twitter at crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He's got a whole bunch of other podcasts like The Morphin Grid and The Cool Kids Stable and Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United. Chris, what about you? you
1: can find me on twitter at the isb and you can find
0: the show on twitter at sailor business
1: you can email the show at sailor business podcast at gmail.com and uh you can also find uh xena warrior business our sister podcast which is also patreon supported through the sailor business patreon at xena warrior biz uh and get us some uh 12 bucks and we'll do some mini episodes for that one <laughs> One fifteen dollar backer and allison and i sit down and read some fanfic come on come on
2: that sounds I think, great I
0: think it's, yeah
2: hey yeah. cat yeah.
0: What should we talk about on our next chibi episode?
2: You should probably talk about the second volume of God named Sailor B. Mm, that
1: seems like a long time that we have done this. So maybe no.
2: It sounds like the logical <laughs> next step is what it sounds like. Have you guys but actually seriously, have you guys done the um the the whatchamacallits like the um the extras, the the short stories?
1: We have not done the short stories because I have not read the short stories because no, I don't know what happens at the end of the series. Ah
2: yeah. okay, okay. I really want you to do the short stories. There's so there are some of them that are really weird.
1: We will eventually be doing
2: the short yeah, stories tomorrow. Okay.
1: Not yet, not yet.
2: Okay.
1: I guess we All should right. I guess we should probably do Codename Sailor V volume two, or at least some of Codename Sailor V Volume Two in our well, next
0: G B set. If you have another suggestion for, for what we should do, tweet us at Sailor Business and let us know what do you want to hear us talk about that isn't the Sailor Moon anime, but is connected to it.
1: Have a great month, everybody. We'll see you in our next regular episode of Sailor Business.
0: And until then, keep your mind on Chibi, but no, keep your <laughs> mind on Sailor Business.